0: You are listening to KC sports network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas city sports fans with former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives and former insiders. This is the place for you. KC sports network is proudly presented by M bank, your partner in possible.
1: And we're back with another episode of the breakdown. I'm Matt Hamilton. That's Matt castle, Matt. The chiefs are coming off of, uh, Off of another impressive win, it didn't go as smoothly as maybe we thought it was going to against a banged up Rams squad, but you have to give LA some credit, they fought hard, even in the face of all the injuries they were dealing with, Uh, and we saw Mahomes put on another performance, the Chiefs dealing with a lot of injuries of their own offensively, and Mahomes was brilliant once again, what stood out to you from that game?
2: You know, it's one of those situations that anytime you look at the game and your opponent that's coming up, you look at the LA Rams, they're missing their starting quarterback, they're missing their best wide receiver, Cooper Cup. And so you, you think sometimes it's psychologically, you can take those teams for light, uh, take those teams lightly. But when you look at the Chiefs and what they did, it was a business like approach. They knew that the LA Rams were going to come out with a veteran team, particularly on defense. When you look at Aaron Donald, you look at Jalen Ramsey, you look at Bobby Wagner, guys like that. Those guys have tremendous pride, and this is a good defensive unit. So you knew that they were going to come out to play, but at the end of the day, the Kansas City Chiefs went out, and despite the injuries and all that, they took care of business, and that's what they needed to do. The one thing that stood out to me, and I know that Andy Reid addressed it after the post game and all that stuff, was they struggled in the red zone. But again, this is a really good defensive unit that they have for the LA Rams, and you're going to have to sometimes, you know, settle for field goals, and that's what they're able to do, but they walked out of that. Um, that walked out of that game with a victory. I thought the defense played dominant football throughout the course of the day. Nick Bolton's continues to show up. Eleven tackles on the day. He had the deflection with the interception, and he had Sneed with the interception as well, both in the fourth quarter, back to back possessions, and that was really a big point in the game.
1: Yeah, and the Sneed interception especially because it it kind of bailed the offense out. The offense made right. a rare mistake, and the defense was able to bail them out immediately. and and kind of put the game on ice from there because at that point the Rams had a chance to make it a game again and you love seeing that you know we've seen the offense have to carry them at points but the defense stepping up in a big moment uh, to bail out that side of the ball but we saw Mahomes spread the ball around once again no Hardman no Tony and 10 different guys caught a pass eight different guys caught multiple passes and it's just it seems like no matter what you throw at Patrick Mahomes this year, he's able to overcome it and and not miss a beat.
2: Yeah, and it doesn't matter who's out on the field, right? You're missing McCole Hardman. You're missing Kadarius Toney. You're missing guys that have shown up on film this season. But whoever's out on the field, he finds a way to get it done. He's distributing the ball. And also, this is a defense for the L.A. Rams that didn't give up a lot of explosive plays. They usually average two explosive plays a game. And the Kansas City Chiefs went out there and they had five explosive plays in the game. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, the way that he's playing, the confidence, the decisiveness, the composure, everything that goes into him being the best quarterback in the game right now, it's on full display week in and week out. And it's also the consistency factor that he plays with. He's so consistent and you know what you're going to get every single week when he steps on the field.
1: And the interesting thing about the Chiefs, too, is that they never, you know, they're never fully satisfied from a roster standpoint. We saw it this week, bringing in Melvin Gordon to the practice squad, bringing right. in former Raiders receiver Brian Edwards, who we've seen have some flashes in this league. And is, so he's been an intriguing talent. Um, I know there is so much depth there and these guys are on the practice squad. We don't know if or when they'll necessarily crack the roster. But what did those two moves say to you?
2: I mean, that, that's the beautiful part about the Kansas City Chiefs. I love their front office. I love what they continue to do because they know that at any point in the season, a guy can go down. That's the nature of this beast, right? The injuries, they, the one thing that they tell you as a player when you come in, you're, it's going to be 100% that you get hurt at some point or another, either during a season or in your career. That's just the facts. So the fact that they're continuing to add depth, continue to have guys that have experience that have played at a high level at one point or another in the league tells me that they're ready ready that for any different type of situation that may come up and so that's a good sign for the Kansas City Chiefs moving forward
1: and of course the Chiefs have a huge matchup this weekend against the Bengals looking for some revenge but before we get to that let's dig into some of the film from Sunday's win over the Rams just some more impressive stuff from Mahomes what stood out to you on this one Matt?
2: Yeah, it's first and 10, right? First and 10, you're backed up. And what you're trying to do is create a positive play. Get yourself a little leeway off of your own end zone. And so when you see this formation, it's a three by one set. He's in shotgun. So it kind of, you could either run or pass. And a lot of times you get in shotgun and run the ball in the situation once again, just to get a positive. But the impressive part about it is it's a three man route. You got Kelsey in the slot up top. He's just going to run your little stick route. And when you look at the defensive structure here, they're going to roll to NVS. and what i love about MVS's route right here is he forces outside release because when you roll to him he can inside release and still run that go if he outside releases he creates that separation away from the safety gives patrick mahomes an opportunity but the really the one thing that really stood out to me and we talked about it before we even got on here was how decisive mahomes is right here he understands what's happening. He understands that th- this corner has shown probably on film that he's going to trap Travis Kelsey on the inside. It's going to be a roll coverage, and you might have an opportunity for the whole shot. And he doesn't hesitate whatsoever. He sees it, he recognizes it, and he lets it rip on a line before the safety can get over and make a play on the ball. Great job by MVS, tapping his feet, but just a really decisive throw. No hesitation whatsoever and lets it rip.
1: I mean, this is just, this is such a ridiculous throw. And I think it's something that, you know, it's not going to make the highlight reels. It's 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 not going to make the, the end of the season real if he's if he does go on to win MPP. But these are the throws <laughs> that you look at, and um, there's only a couple of guys in this league that can make this throw me- from a mental standpoint and from a physical standpoint. You're right. The the instant recognition, the decisiveness, and just the arm strength to be able to drill this ball in there, and the confidence. I mean, to do this, in uh, a lot of things can go wrong on this play if you're not getting the look that you know you think you're getting and especially down at that end of the field so the confidence to to be that decisive and just let this rip right away this is this is such an impressive throw
2: yeah, it's one, two, three, he recognizes the trap corner and puts the ball in a perfect position where he protects his receiver, he's got enough arc on it to get it over the cornerback, and the corner doesn't have time to even make any adjustment to give a little bit more depth and a little bit more width to even make a play on the ball. So I, like, like you said, it's Mahomes at his best playing at a high level and understanding where he wants to go with the ball definitively.
1: Absolutely. And, uh, that wasn't the only absurd throw that we saw out of homes on the day. Uh, let's move to this next one. It was MVS again, coming up in a big moment, um, in the fourth quarter. What did you see on this one?
2: Yeah, I just love the variety of looks that the Kansas City Chiefs will give you and the different motions and where they put different individuals right here. You see, they start in a bunch. They motion Travis Kelsey into the backfield and really into that fullback position they're going to run a play action pass here strong with Sky Moore coming around on the reverse when you look at the defensive structure for the LA Rams they're going to go to a three deep zone defense they're going to blitz the will so the safety is going to come down and replace him as as a defender at the second level but you see off the play fake right here you've got two deep crossing routes Justin Watson's going to come underneath MBS MBS is going to go over the top but But once again, it's the confidence in which Patrick Mahomes throws this ball. As you'll see it as it starts to go here, he turns his back. He's got the play action. The reverse is coming, so you've got the outlets down low. But when you look at where he's throwing the ball right here, a lot of guys are like, uh, it looks a little muddy, right? You got J- Jalen right there sitting yeah. kind of in that window, but he's letting it fly with confidence, understanding that he's trusting MVS to come underneath that guy. And then, and again, it's the way in which he delivers this football. He takes the air out of it, puts it on a line before the safety can come and make a play on the ball.
1: And and the placement is so good too because you know that safety is going to be coming down, try, trying to aim for that front hip of MVS, so he puts it a little bit behind him to let him settle in and make that throw and, and protect himself. And uh, it's it, We've been talking about it all year on this show, and it's really evident week in and week out just the way that Mahomes is starting to understand defenses and the confidence that he's playing with in what he's seeing. And again, he's always been a right. confident guy, obviously, with the plays that he makes physically, but I think we're seeing a difference in his confidence, from from a mental standpoint, in, in, in what his eyes are seeing, as a, in terms of what he's how he's reading these defenses. Do you do you right. agree with that? Do you see that?
2: I agree. I mean, it was evident on the first play. It's evident right here. The way in which he's processing, he's processing at such a high level and he understands what the defensive structure is, where he needs to go with the ball. And another great sign is the confidence that he has in these wide receivers, because right there, a lot of guys are going to sit there and say, it looks a little muddy. I'm just going to check the ball down either to Kelsey, just put it on him, let him fall forward for five yards or hit Sky more in the flat. Maybe he makes somebody miss. But it's the confidence that he has with in the rapport that he's built with MVS of making these type of plays that he knows that he'll be in the right spot and he lets it fly. So it's an understanding of defense, it's his processing ability, and then it's the way in which he physically can deliver this football that not many people can.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure there are people out there that are like, "Come on, guys! Like, what are you talking? He won an MVP, throw 50 touchdowns, he won a Super Bowl, like, right? But but he is evolving. He is."
2: He's absolutely evolving, and as the, one of the hardest things, I think, for any quarterback is when you have different personnel, different guys rotating in week in and week out, and as we've seen every different week, there's there's different positions, there's different wide receivers on the field, but they all seem to be making plays, and it's really because Patrick Mahomes puts him in a position to do so, but it's also because he's going through his reads appropriately and getting to the guy that's open based on what the defense is dictating to him.
1: Definitely, and that's something where we've seen when we've seen him have some hiccups at points. I think that's been the thing that he has struggled with, and and we're seeing him get over that hump this year. And I think that's why he's taken uh, such a big step forward compared to to where he was last year. Uh, but Matt, I saved the best for last for you here. You know, we the have best to for last. Yeah.
2: Oh, we had have to, to talk about okay. this. Let's go.
1: <laughs> and had second and sixteen, last. Travis Kelsey. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Travis Kelsey. Oh, well, you got Fortson coming over here. He's going to fake the jet sweep. You've got a lot of different action, right? They give you a lot to look at at the deep from the defensive side of the ball pre-snap so you got tight end going across on the jet sweep you've got the running back coming faking zone then you've got the flash runner with noah gray coming backside to sell that run fake but look at charvis kelsey this is really what we call 22 man you've got man across the board with two high safeties and these guys are told to play with inside leverage but when you look at the matchup that kelsey has he's got one of the best corners in the game with jalen ramsey so he forces his inside release he's got a crossing route he gets stopped as well a little show here in just a second but it's a one-on-one matchup a lot of times when you see a tight end on a corner you're like no that's not it but th- this isn't any tight end this is Travis Kelsey the best in the game he vertically stems and then it's the top of route where he creates separation this is where he's so savvy and he can create and get open versus anybody because you see him Give him that head fake on the outside. And when you're you're told as a defender in 22-man, you go for that undercut and that first move. And that's what Travis Kelsey understands. And he's able to create separation. Patrick waits for him, gives him the ball, and he does the rest. I mean, he's so incredible with the ball in his hand and the yak yardage.
1: And uh, you're right. What Kelsey does is is unbelievable. And and that's the story of this play. I mean, breaking off an all-pro corner like that, uh, and oh, it's just something that's, av- that's absurd, but I also don't want it to get lost in just the, the incredible individual effort from Kelsey, like the, the creativity that we continue to see from Mandy Reed and Eric B I mean, this is 13 personnel, uh, Yep, it, Matt, it, you, you know, when you're in an offense and you're lining up in 13 personnel, you're usually, you know, under center running the football. <laughs> it's a heavy set. It's a heavy package they spread this out. They're doing jet sweeps and fake shovel passes and with, with their with their second and third string tight ends.
2: And that's the beauty about this offense too, is every one of these tight ends can contribute in the pass game, right? They're pass catchers. They understand how to get open and run routes. But like you said, 13 personnel, that's three tight ends, one ride receiver and a majority, I'm saying 85-90% of the teams that line up in 13 personnel, it's because they have a run first mentality. It's not to line up in shotgun, to go motion, to send every one of them out on a deep passing route, uh, particularly a post, a wheel, and then a crossing route. And so that's why this offense is so dangerous because of the versatility because they have no tall tail signs. When you look at them from a personnel standpoint, it can be pass at any moment. It can be run at any moment and they can do it any type of personnel grouping.
1: It really is remarkable. And we noticed as we were talking about this play before the show, getting ready, we noticed something. I, it was funny. I, I didn't, I didn't happen to notice as I was putting this together. Um, but we noticed as we were talking through it, you'll see uh, it, you could see it best from this sideline angle as Kelsey, you know, breaks into the open field. You'll see Isaiah Pacheco um, kind of stay in pitch phase behind him. And Kelsey yes. thinks about it. He almost he almost pitches this ball over to Pacheco <laughs> and he probably would have scored if he did it. But uh, it's probably safer that Kelsey held on to it and did it himself. But it's just funny, like the creativity that extends to these players too, when they get the ball in the open field. Watch this as Kelsey makes this move, and Pacheco—he spots oh,
2: Pacheco. Nope. He literally—he, I thought he was gonna lateral it. I mean, and you—you'll even see it just in this angle right here. You—you you really don't understand it until you watch it uh, for a few times. But after he makes this catch right here, this defender's coming up for him and gives him a little. Oh, nope. Uh, and then. Arm tackle, sorry, into the end zone. It's it's a thing of beauty right here. I mean, that guy is special.
1: Can you imagine how that building would have exploded if he pitched that ball?
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would have been a really long pitch, too. I mean, I would have got given him a lot of credit, and that would have took yeah. a lot of brass in order to do that.
1: Yeah, and it's probably for the best. We've seen the one area we've seen Kelsey have some uh, issues in the past or when he has to uh, – pitch that ball or, or throw it downfield. Um, it hasn't always gone well, but. Uh,
2: yeah, just keep the but, ball in uh, your hands, big fella. That's <laughs> all you need to do because you're, you're good enough as it is.
1: Yeah. so good. An incredible, incredible play. But uh, let's now start looking ahead because this is a huge one. And, and as I said before, I think this one means a lot. This team After how things played out last year with the Bengals going into Arrowhead twice, and finding a way to beat the chiefs, obviously the AFC championship game being the biggest, the biggest one. um, And it's really something we haven't seen from this chiefs team. The only, I actually, I I looked it up earlier. The only team that has beaten the chiefs twice in one season in the Patrick Mahomes era was the Patriots back in 2018. Um, So the Bengals did something that not a lot of teams have been able to do. And um, it seems like they're getting healthy at the right time. It sounds like Joe Mixon will be back. And it sounds like Jamar Chase, after missing a bunch of games with that hip injury, uh, will be back into the fold as well. So, uh, Matt, when you go back to kind of last year's games and how this year has been playing out, like, what's going to be the key for the, to the, for the Chiefs to solve the, their issues with this Bengals team?
2: You know what? They just got to keep their foot on the pedal really is what it comes down to, because in both of those games, they're up at 11 points in each of those games. Right. And they let them back into the game. And this is a team that is a gritty team. And you saw it last week against the Tennessee Titans when the Bengals went into Tennessee. And this is a good defense for the Tennessee Titans. And they were able to pull that out 2016, missing some of their star players. But they're getting better. I mean, they've won four of their last five games. They're seven and two since starting 0 and two on the season. And Joe Burrow, he's been outstanding since those first two weeks i know he threw four four picks in the first first game but he's been steady and he's been the guy that we saw last year for the course of this season. So he's getting his guys back healthy, they're a dangerous team. We saw it in the first game, it was an absolute shootout. And that was also where Jamar Chase just went absolutely off. I mean, it was a remarkable game, two three touchdowns, all that stuff. And so they corrected that in the second game. However, it was at the end of the game, Patrick Mahomes leads them on a tremendous drive in the two minute drill. They get down into the low red zone and it's two sacks. They got to settle for a field goal. That's what sent them to overtime. And then we know about the turnover and OT that really led to the field goal in extend, but this is a team that can hang around and you don't want to let this team hang around because they've been in these type of games before, and they've shown that they can come out on top and continue to fight. And they'll be competitive with you throughout the course of the game.
3: Hey, I got to tell you guys about our friends at liquid death. And by now you guys already know that you might see some strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local stores. Well, It's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called liquid death. Why is the water called liquid death? Say it with me it'll brutally murder your thirst. And their infinitely recycled tall boy cans are here helping to bring death to plastic bottles as well. They also donate 10% of their profits from every can sold to kill plastic pollution. I've got the severed lime flavor with me here. I also love the berry flavor. And also, just the straight still water is incredible. I like uh, I like drinking the water out of the can. It makes you feel powerful. It makes you feel uh, authoritative. So here's what you got to do. Go to liquiddeath.com KCSN to find their store locator tool or you can go get liquid death at your local target walmart or 7-eleven go check them out at liquiddeathcom kcsn
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data
1: And I think this is going to be the ultimate test of what we talked about as far as Mahomes' growth and, and maturity uh, from a mental standpoint uh, that we've seen this season because I think it was our first show that we did. We actually When we were talking about what we were looking for out of this Chiefs offense, obviously we knew it was going to be a different-looking uh, different Chiefs offense without Tyreek Hill, and we went back to that Bengals game and looked mm-hmm. at uh, a few of the opportunities that Mahomes, Mahomes missed Uh, trying to force some things, uh, especially when it came to some of those RPOs where the read was telling him to give it and he was trying to push the ball downfield. So I think um, if I'm the Bengals, I'm looking to have a similar approach defensively as we saw in the second half of that AFC championship game and, and put the onus on Mahomes to take what the defense is giving him.
2: Right, and that that was a big part of the adjustment at halftime for the Cincinnati Bengals was let's rush three, let's get more guys in coverage, let's make them earn it and also take the check down or run the ball. And some of those decisions, like you said, in the RPO game in particular where you could hand off the ball for at least – A three four yard positive run instead you're trying to force a ball into coverage where they've got extra guys on the defense so it'll be interesting to see the approach of the Bengals this week to see if they take a page out of last year's game particularly in the second half and say hey look we'll be a bend but don't break team but let's make them earn it let's make them earn it on every single series in terms of going first second third down not give up the explosive play because I guarantee that's what the Bengals are talking about right now because they know that they've got the Kansas City Chiefs has such an array of weapons they can do so many things such a multitude of ways to attack this defense that they want to say hey look let's just make them move the field hopefully there's some opportunities there where they can create turnovers but that's where you have to be diligent and this is a game in which Patrick Mahomes just has to do what he's been doing all season long is take what they give you it sounds simple but that's really what it's going to come down to
1: i uh, i agree 100 percent, and uh it's that time matt to make some picks i think this this is our toughest pick of the season this Uh, is this
2: is the game of the week baby let's go
1: it really is so how do you see this one playing out
2: i think it's going to be a tight game i really do i think these are two really good teams two of the top teams in the afc and so I, I do believe, though, the Kansas City Chiefs, the way in which they're playing, the confidence in which they have, and also Patrick Mahomes himself will find a way to pull this one out. But I think it's going to be like a 24-21, just as very similar to what these last two games have been between these teams last season. It's going to be a one-score game somehow, some way.
1: Yeah, I'm with you 100%, and I think uh, it's, it's hard for me to see a team beating the Chiefs three times in a row I just right it's hard to envision and especially with the way that this that this Chiefs offense and and Mahomes have evolved this season I think they're playing at a much higher level than they were at this point last year and and much more consistently than they were um last year so uh I think the Chiefs I think the Chiefs find a way to get it done I'm I'm saying 27-24 Chiefs
2: Dude, I love it let's go let's uh, I'm ready for this game now you know what I mean I'm just like I I'm know. so excited it's gonna be a good one man
1: I think this is the best the best week the best slate of games that we've had on the calendar all year and it's just in time for that ramp up to playoffs so I can't wait for it and of course you know we'll be right back here to break it all down for you next week and continue to look ahead to what's left on the Chiefs schedule so for Matt Castle. I'm Matt Hamilton. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll get back with you next week.
4: The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos.